Hello and welcome to the Cricket and the King, the podcast where Jesus is the answer to everything and we constantly expand on that point. I am your host, Ben, and today we will be talking about God in everything because I don't like the notion of God being separate from our everyday lives. I think a lot of people understand this, but I think also a lot of people don't and haven't even heard of this. And I found it something that uh, found it to be something that moved me forward in my walk with Christ more than a lot of other things um, that I learned that weren't as simple, but this simple concept is extremely valuable, I think. So, um, in our culture today, uh, I guess the best example that I can think of is swearing in church. <laughs> you know, people try not to swear in church because church is like this holy, sacred place, like the building. I'm not talking about the group of believers known as the church. I mean, the building is like this special place where we don't swear. And people, you know, really try, and then they get out, and they're doing their jobs, and despite the fact that they're professing Christians, they just got horrible trucker mouth. Now, I am guilty of this. Um, I used to just swear so much. It was unbelievable. Sometimes I still... I've, I've gotten better. I did punch a, 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 a static object and no swears left my lips other than flipping yo. I don't know. Maybe flip. Maybe I should ditch filler words altogether. I don't know if that counts as unwholesome talk coming out of your mouth, but anyway, getting down a tangent. Anyway, uh, so sacred and secular, the idea of not swearing in church and then being able to swear at your job is something that's not actually a part of of Christianity, at least I don't think it is. There's not this separation of of church and state, as it were, or or lifestyle and church style. Um, God in our relationship with Him, if it truly is a relationship and not just a habitual practice or something something we feel compelled to do, if we're in relationship with God, He should be in every aspect of our lives. Um, Christianity. Um, in the early days, if you look at the book of Acts, it talks about people seeing the believers and seeing their lives and what they were doing and then being freaked out, but also joining them. So it's, it says like, you know, they're like the, nobody was messing with them cause they were afraid, but the people were added to their numbers every day. So it's like the lives they were living were freaking people out, but also it, it had this intrigue about it. And that's, I think what being a Christian is, and I think a large part of uh, the Christian population has kind of lost sight of this, um, and it's so easy to, but but that's because we lack this relational element with the Holy Spirit that allows him to be in everything, because uh, there has to be intention into bringing him into this space in our lives. Um, I know for myself, uh, God is God is extremely spiritual and personal and friendly and there's lots of there's lots of spiritual stuff that happens, you know, I read the Bible or whatever, but God also helps me throughout my day. Uh God told me to buy a dehumidifier and that has infinitely improved my life. I know that sounds weird, but it's just like that's part of relationship with him is is 
he's in everything and he's here to transform our lives to renew our minds and as we involve him in our everyday that process of renewing our minds can happen a lot more quickly so so as a lifestyle um we we need to involve him and that can be as simple as like if you're at work you just be like god i remember you is there anything you would like to tell me in this moment and i've found that he will um i think with the sacred and secular separation there's also this problem of people thinking that if you're a pastor or a missionary or you're in uh what do you call it ministry quote unquote i'm saying this with finger quotes that you obviously can't see but if you're in ministry full time you're suddenly more anointed and have like this deeper connection with god but the funny thing is i've met people who are in ministry quote unquote full time and they don't even believe in some elemental truths uh of the bible or scripture so that's not anointed that's just um that's just foolishness but it but it just goes to i'm not saying this to insult anybody in particular in ministry also it just goes to show that if you're in ministry you don't necessarily have this special ordained anointing from god that's going to give you this this extra power and if you're not in that special place you can never have this access to god that's not what christ died for um it says that that christ has given us meaning all of the believers, um, all things pertaining to life and godliness. Like he's, like he's given us everything that we need in in the Holy Spirit and in our relationship with Him. We have full access to the Father, and it's not limited to um, just being a missionary or being a pastor or being a. I don't know, like a small group leader, like your identity shouldn't be rooted in ministry. It should be rooted in your relationship with Christ. Um, I know a lot of people when, when they talk about going after God, they're like, oh no, but my family is going to get left behind. Like if I go hard after God, like, uh, I think there was a trend, especially when I was a kid that like pastors, kids were just the worst because their parents were always focused on the church and never could give them any love and like oh it's the ministry son you'll just have to suffer and i think that's totally wrong um when we're in relationship with god our our relationships outside of that and our interaction with the outside world should actually benefit because we have access to the one who created life created our purpose in life and has the answer to literally everything like i say in the beginning jesus is the answer to everything he has the answer to everything but he wants to be in relationship we need to ask him we need to involve him and bring him into our everyday circumstances so when people say oh if i focus on going after god or if i'm in ministry my family will suffer and i just can't do that so i'm going to stay outside of the ministry it's like well you're clearly going about it wrong or you have the wrong mentality or wrong beliefs i know for me um when i'm communicating with the holy spirit and i'm communing with god he will let me know when to spend extra time with my wife or when to spend extra time reading books to my daughter he will actually guide me in being more effectively relational with my family and that's something that has just 
made knowing him that much better because of his goodness in improving a part of my life you know like god is love he wants to better all these areas of our lives um god actually told me to get a dehumidifier to prioritize buying a dehumidifier and i did and it's actually benefited me greatly it's given me this massive (laughs) massive uh uh clarity in my head from because i'm from alberta so the humidity there is way low and uh but the humidity here in bc where i'm from is very high and so (laughs) so uh the dehumidifier is helping clear the air literally for me and kind of make it less muggy and our we had a problem with a bunch of condensation on our windows and that's gone and you know like but that's that sounds silly i know but that's one really practical thing um another thing about god in everything is i feel like we've lost sight because of the sacred secular connection with like ministry or whatever we've lost sight of of what's attractive about christ and it's the life that he gives and it's life to the full um i know this is a sore spot for a lot of people but like health and your body like i know that in my relationship with christ Working out is actually something that I do not only to honor God, but I do it with God. Like God will give me, the Holy Spirit will give me specific workouts to do. And when I do those workouts, like I feel a lot better. Um, Granted, I took some time to like learn all that stuff. And obviously we need to learn about our our bodies and and blah, blah, blah. And it's our responsibility for self-care. Um, in a lot of ways, but I think Holy Spirit, uh, John Bevere actually talks about this is like Holy Spirit taught him how to eat clean. The Holy Spirit has taught me, um, how to, how to eat properly, like when to fast, even I know fasting's like another big people get all weird about it, but fasting is in the Bible. So it's a thing, but Jesus will tell me, um, you know, what foods to fast or, or, uh, if I need to go on like a complete water fast or, you know, he'll, he'll guide me in that and, and, and give physical strength to my body and health to my bones, you know, like, like he's, yeah, he's amazing. And he wants to be involved in every part of our lives, even our work lives. Um, God created work. We actually can, be enjoying our work if we're doing it with god and you know i'm guilty of of dreading my job or dreading work i think a lot of people uh have that because sometimes it's not fun you know i spent a lot of time in this attic that was too small to stand up in but too big to not be on your feet in if that makes sense and so i was like hunched over all day so my neck (laughs) my neck's kind of cranked and you're like just ask the holy spirit for healing it's like well yeah but I don't know. It's also partial soreness from learning how to do one arm chin-ups, but that's not that's not an issue. I don't know. Maybe it's my own overtraining, and I'm like overzealous, and I need to repent. I'm just kidding. But no, um, Jesus, Jesus in our workplace uh, and in our relationships, in our health, uh, in our finances, even. Um, I've heard stories of of um, God telling people to get things at certain times um and and financially it's worked out actually uh with my house i did that completely in faith with direction of the holy spirit and if 
some of you listeners don't have a relationship with the Holy Spirit and you're like, don't believe any of this and you think I'm just a crazy person, that's fine. But um, I actually, I bought a house, or not a house, it's a condo, but I bought it without seeing it because the Lord told me to and told me how much money to put on my offer. And then I got laid off as soon as our offer went through and like got approved. And then, but if I hadn't have gotten laid off, we wouldn't have actually had the money for the uh, down payment because in my laying off, we went to work and volunteer at a kid's camp, but we were making EI and that money uh, accumulated because they were giving us food and a place to sleep. So we weren't paying rent and we weren't um, paying for food. And that money accumulated very quickly, obviously, and that was the amount of money we needed almost exactly to the dollar to pay to pay for our uh, our place. And God even told us what bank to go with to get our mortgage because there was a uh, there was a, a deal going on or whatever, and they they were giving you money if you got a mortgage with them as a first time home buyer. So it was just it it was all very legendary. But all, all this rant is to say that God needs to be in every area of your life. And I don't think he should just be something that you take with you in church. And again, um, that's not for shame or anything. Uh, I just wanted to talk about this uh, in this initial episode because this is something that's probably going to come out later. Uh, This is one of my core beliefs and one of the things I think is most important is being constantly in relationship with God. Now, obviously, I don't remember this all the time, and I'm working towards uh, remembering uh, Him and being mindful of Him and interacting with Him more and more as I grow and learn day to day. But I just wanted to kind of bring that out and say that if you go after God, it will affect your life positively in every way. And it's going to be a life, although it will be kind of weird to some people, um, there's an element of it being very attractive to people because they're like, oh, how do you do it? You like this and this and this, like you're so successful or blah, blah, blah. But for me, I always laugh because people are like, oh, wow, you're so young to have bought a house. But I'm like, I didn't buy this house. Like I got laid off. This wasn't because of my like hard work and diligence. Like this is because Jesus blessed me and did a miracle. I just had the faith to follow the steps. And so if you have the faith to trust in God and and be in relationship with him, be communicating with him, and submit every area of your life to him. Um, the benefits are not only spiritual, right? It's not just a church thing, but it's going to be in your body. It's going to be in your mind. It's going to be in your sleep patterns for crying out loud. It's just like God is so good that he will permeate every area of your life with his goodness if you will just submit to him. And again, I don't want to... Um, I realize now that as I'm saying this, this sounds like a massive prosperity gospel thing, like where I'm like, oh yeah, uh, Jesus is going to give you money in a private jet. No, that's not it at all. (laughs) I actually, after I bought my house, I went through one of the hardest financial times of my life. Um, I was going to trade school on like no money and honestly I was so mad and I was like oh god if I was in Alberta I could make money and like this is so stupid and there's no jobs and then another miracle happened and he gave me a job and I was uh (laughs) still ticked off because I was like oh I I was so mad at you and I was unfaithful and you're still good to me and I've I've gotten over it I, I would like to think I've grown since that moment which was only like 
two weeks ago, but, but still, um, I don't want to say that there's not like trials or hold on. I need water. There's not trials or there's not hardship. Like Paul, he doesn't talk about like, God gave me everything in a private jet. Like he, he says like, I have learned to be content in all things. Um, I can do this through Christ who gives me strength. And I think even in him saying that, his learning to be content in all things, we can hear not only the process, but then he says, like, it's Christ who gives him strength. But I think for Paul, and I'm speculating here, but I think I might be right. It was his constant relationship and communication um, with with the Holy Spirit, because they didn't even have a Bible. Like, Paul was busy writing, like, a bunch of the New Testament, <laughs> but he had a relationship with Holy Spirit, and he had the Old Testament. Um, and and because of that, uh, he was being sustained in Jesus and, and learning to be content in all things. And, uh, yeah. As for the working out thing, there's one verse I like to always throw out when people are like, working out isn't spiritual. It says in 1 Timothy, I think, that physical training is of some value, but godliness has value for all things. So I, I, I'll just I'll cap it with that. Um, if you <laughs> if you don't like that verse, then take it up with the Holy Spirit because he's the one that put it in the Bible and not me. But physical training is of some value, but godliness has value for all things. So I hope you will uh, consider physically training. But I also hope that you are um, brought into deeper godliness and that this podcast helps you, I guess. Um, I bless you and I hope you have a fantastic day. This has been the Cricket and the King. Thank you for listening, and we will see you next time to talk about how Jesus is the answer to even more things because he is the answer to everything. Have a great day.